Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster of the Week, Monster Hearts, Call of Cthulhu, and more. Help us keep the dice rolling by supporting the Fantasy Fantasia podcast on Patreon. By becoming a supporter, storyteller, or roleplay hero on our Patreon, you can get awesome benefits such as early access to episodes, access to exclusive podcast content, voting power in the creation of future episodes, as well as sweet giveaway prizes. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's episode of Dungeons & Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame. Okay, and roll stealth for me. Ooh, cool. Oh, that is a one. <laughs> and this hawk swoops down and immediately begins attacking no, you. No, 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 oh no, 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 It's a nightstand or a bedside table with a bag on it. And the bag is tied with a string and it looks like rusty metal as the texture. Velvet. Yes. What you see come around this corner is what looks like a bear, but has the face of an owl. <laughs> owl bear. An owl yeah, that's exactly bear. what he thinks. He goes, he goes, owl bear. I am going to shoot a firebolt at the hobgoblin. Oh, that's a nat 20. No wow, nice. so double the yes. dice of the, that guiding mm. bolt. My firebolt, this emerald green fireball, just shoots straight towards him and hits him right in the middle of his chest. And he goes, he gets thrown off the back of his owlbear mount and hits the deck and rolls about seven feet down the tunnel and just lays there motionless, dead. You guys helped me. Thank you. I, this would have been impossible without you. I, I would have lost my little girl, and we've already lost her mom. I don't know what I would have done with it. All of a sudden, from where the fuzzball hits the ground, a goat suddenly what? sprouts out of the fuzzball and is just like, Holy goat! And there's a goat there, and the goat looks wildly around and is a little afraid, but doesn't move. So you produce the final one. It hits the ground. A goat appears, except it's twice as big as the other goat. It's a giant goat. Oh, wow. <laughs> William the Kid, look at it, it's your mom. You are all sound asleep after a long day of travel and then rescue. It is now the time in the morning when the morning mist is beginning to be gently swept away by the first rays of daylight peeking through the breaks in the leaves above. It is in this moment, Velvet, of first daylight, that the giant goat you were sleeping upon for the night suddenly disappears and you fall a foot to the ground, abruptly waking up as your body hits the ground like a sack of potatoes. Whoopsie-daisy! Oh, okay! <laughs> and all three of your okay. animals have disappeared. Oh, no! Oh, um, okay, so I'm gonna start calling them my furries. 
<laughs> oh god. Oh no. <laughs> what? Uh, you look around and nobody seems to be awake yet. You have a moment uh, in the morning to yourself here. Okay, cool. Um, so all my furries are gone, yes? They just poofed out of existence at the first daylight <laughs> that broke. Oh, through. my furries! My furry friends! Oh! Um, he looks around and... So nobody else is up. Uh, is the sun up or is, is it still kind of dark? Uh, it's still kind of dark. It's just starting to peek through the trees. So there's a nice uh, warm glow beginning to grow. Wonderful. Okay. So he likes to do some morning stretches and uh, it's best. Of course. It's best he likes to do it when he's nude. So I'm just going to like walk behind like a, a tree and just strip naked and just start doing my like sun salutations in the morning and just just breathe, breathe in the ground, feel the dirt between my toes and just reconnect, you know? And as you are going for your third round of sun salutations, uh, you feel the sun finally begin to hit your skin and it begins to warm you and it feels good. Ah, that's what I do this for, he thinks, as he stretches out and the sun begins to hit all of him. uh, (laughs) It's in this moment that you hear a noise coming from the inside of Malik's house. It it sounds like a sudden sharp uh, slamming noise of some sort. Oh, okay. I'm going to peer behind the tree. One, because I'm naked. And two, I don't want to be seen right now. I kind of want to see what's going on. (laughs) Sure. So the rest of the camp is still asleep. Um, You look at his house and you don't see anything from the outside. Uh, There's a window on the side that you're facing. But other than that, there's just a slamming noise that you heard. Okay, cool. I'm going to probably put back on at least some of my clothes and uh, start to sneak towards that window uh, to see if the sound came from inside the house. Yeah, Uh, so you begin to tiptoe your way over and climb up to the windowsill and take a look through. And what you see is right under the window is an empty bed. Uh, You know it to be Malik's bed. You see that he's standing up and his back is to you right now from the window you're at. And he seems to be hunched over the table and he's kind of uh, shaking a little bit. Oh, can I do a perception check to see if I can d- determine anything just from seeing him if he's, you know, sick or something like that? Yeah, roll perception for me. Sweet. That is a 16. 16? Yeah. So a couple things you notice is he isn't dressed. He's Ooh. just in his uh, undergarments and a uh, silk shirt. And that silk shirt is already sw- uh, sweat through on his back. And it's clinging to his um, to his back. And you notice that there's something on the table. And it looks like the end of his bow. Oh. That he's hunched um, over. Okay. And do I see Nelly at all? Nellie is on the opposite side of him uh, in the direction that he's facing, and she's sound asleep facing the wall. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to just, like, really gently, like, tap on the window. (laughs) And you see Malik try to turn around with his neck, but there's this strange... He continues to twitch, and his head turns back, to the table he then pulls his body to the right of the house and you see that he struggles to pick up his quiver of arrows and he walks back to the table and you hear a second slam as he slams the quiver on the table hmm. 
Okay, and, and I thought that these stretches would be the most interesting part of my morning, he thinks. Hmm, uh, I'm gonna, okay, he's, he, he's gonna drop back down and, like, spider crawl towards, I'm trying to think who I want to go to. Let's go to Lena. Lena, sure. Yeah. And, uh, you wake her up, I assume? Psst. Lena. Psst. She wakes up and punches you in the face. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh! Oh! I'm so sorry. I'm I'm Ooh. so sorry. <laughs> you punch him in the face like with intention. Yeah. Well, she thought she was being attacked. She's <laughs> okay. Not just roll. Ha- a- she's not used to having people around her. Just uh, <laughs> just roll a d4 plus your strength modifier. Then. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, Eric. Do you regret your choice? <laughs> That's four. Uh, d uh, then- four plus four eight. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no! Wow! Jesus! Breaks his nose. I. <laughs> I honestly go. What the fuck? I, I yeah. You, so Alina, you punch up square in the face, and I'm gonna roll with that, Matt. You hear a crack as and uh, Velvet, your nose begins to bleed, and there's blood already covering your mouth. Ah! I'm so- oh! 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 No. I am so sorry. No. I. You know what? You have done more than enough today. You have done more, more Do- than enough. Do you want me to? Should I get you something like no, that? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no. I'm fine. I. Uh, are there any leaves on the ground? Yeah, there's leaves uh, all oh, around. What am I doing? I'm fucking healing magic. Come on, Eric. Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got no, no. It's, 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 it's really okay. And I'm gonna use. I'm not. I'm not used to having people around me when I'm. I'm, I'm asleep. I'm gonna I, use I just... uh, minor restoration. So I think minor restoration sorry. doesn't. Sorry, healing word. Healing word. I apologize. Okay, he- there you healing go. Word. <laughs> so I'm gonna use he- healing word. Um, to this yeah. conversation, Bree and Sai, you guys wake up from this interaction. Yeah, I imagine we would. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one d4 plus my spellcasting modifier. So that is. Uh, oh, that's eleven. Damn. Okay, so you're fully healed. The blood stops hey. dripping from uh, your nose, and you hear a. As it snaps back into place. Oh. Ah. How how does it how does it look? Is it still is it still perfect? Tell me it's perfect. It's 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 perfect. It's perfect. Would you have it. sex with my nose? Tell me. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just gonna say, not going to answer that. Like if you were to look at me, would you say, would do it? But the nose is a deal breaker, or is it still my best feature? And he like smiles at her, trying really hard to look as attractive as possible. Your teeth have blood in them, so the smile is extra grotesque. (laughs) (laughs) Lena's lying through her teeth right now, so if you need me to roll deception, but she just feels so guilty. She goes, it's still your best feature. No, you don't have to roll deception. It's just up to him whether or not he believes you or not. <laughs> oh, he, he totally takes her at her word. Oh, thank God. Oh, good, good, good. good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is everything okay? So I heard some boom boom coming from Malik's house, and I looked inside, and, and he seemed to have difficulty moving, like some weird twitching and slamming, and basically stuff you don't do at, you know, this early in the morning. Did you go see if he was okay? I mean, you I, came to me. I tapped on the glass, and he didn't even look at me, and then I came to see you, and you broke my nose. I, I said I was sorry. Extent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could stuff your stories in a sack, okay? So, Sai is getting up and uh, notices um, 
Lena and Velvet by the house. He goes up to them and I say, Good morning, friends! How was your sleep tonight? What happened to your face, Velvet? <laughs> he, he, he stares at Lena like Lena's broken turned hearted. away and is walking towards the house. <laughs> <laughs> Bree sees that Lena's walking towards the house and starts joining her. I look at Sai and I go, my nose is still my best feature, right? And I smile at her with my bloody smile. It's, it's a bit more desperate this time. <laughs> uh, yes, it, it looks uh, good. Thank good, God. Good. That's I'm what I join them towards okay. the house. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he does the same. Uh, do you guys just walk right in? Well, actually, Lena's going to stop at the door and goes, guys, I, I don't, if he's not in a great place, we probably just shouldn't all barge into his house, should we? I mean, that seems weird. Telepathically, Bree asks Lena, do you think he might be possessed? <laughs> Lena kind of is taken aback by that question. <laughs> possessed, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Why would he be possessed? I mean, possessed? <laughs> yeah, Whoa. that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, what? What are we talking about? You said anything about being possessed. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> Lena just points abruptly at, oh my gosh, I forgot her name, Brie, Brie. <laughs> she said it. That wasn't me. I didn't say it. I'm just responding. I'm just, oh, Brie, I'm just I reacting for- like any normal I- person would. <laughs> I forgot, Brie, that, that, that talking thing in the head. I, I, <laughs> we're going to work on uh, talking out loud so that all, we can all benefit from this. Um, <laughs> ver- verbally, um, Brie looks at them and verbally says, sorry, I'll try to remember that. And then she turns and looks at Velvet. And telepathically says to him, you have blood on your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Velvet just like, like you could see that he almost cries, but like swallows it up because he's trying to be brave in front of his new friends. (laughs) And he just quietly announces, I will go around to the back and make sure that everything is okay. And he just walks around to the back of the house. Uh, okay. I, I can I can go in first and make sure, and then if for some reason it's not going okay, you two can can join. Bree telepathically says to Lena, "Are you sure you want to go in by yourself? I'd be happy to join you as a reinforcement." I appreciate it. I know you're strong, little one. Maybe maybe just stay at the door. Maybe we just don't all just barge in. Maybe just one of us goes in and the others can hover near the door kind of thing. I mean, this Good could idea. be nothing. It's velvet we're talking about. We pro- <sighs> hmm. Yes. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out by the door. Avery, does does Lena sense anything from Theo? From Theo? No. Okay, cool. She, uh, she knocks on the door. There's no answer. She looks back at them and then just kind of nods to to Brie and sigh and, and goes to open the door. So you open the door and you quietly enter to be respectful. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. immediately the first thing you see is at this point, Malik has an arrow drawn in his bow and he's breathing heavily up and down. His chest is drenched in sweat. His hair is stuck to his face and he's pointing the bow directly at Nelly. <laughs> and he says, and he looks to you in the side of his eye and he says can't stop my, my blood is boiling my my stomach it hurts uh lena runs up grabs his bow out of his hands 
Uh, if she can, if I need to roll, it's fine. And she goes, it's okay, it's okay, you're, you're gonna be fine. And she you, you run to up, take you run up. And right as you go to run up, the arrow lets fly and it <gasps> just sinks into the wood above oh! Nelly, waking oh, Nelly no. up. And oh, then she God. screams and looks to him and um, he reaches for another arrow. No, 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 uh, she calls to Sai and says, Sai, get Nelly out of here. Okay, and, and so Sai- um... And close the door behind you. Okay, so Sai does that, uh, runs over and, and grabs Nelly, and then runs out outside with her. And she's just, she's going to try to grapple him. Okay. Can I? Do I have, like, how far away is Nelly? Uh, not far. It's a pretty small house. So I'll say you run in and you go to grab Nelly, and Nelly okay. is screaming, saying, Dad, Dad, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then as you're running out, Malik okay. turns to you, Lena, and says, Fuck you! And he p- goes oh. to punch you. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that definitely hits. <laughs> oh. For uh, six bludgeoning. Uh, Lena takes the blow and just gives in, and her eyes go black and she rages. Oh god! Oh, oh no! Okay. Oh, no. Uh, let's roll. Uh, let's roll initiative then, real quick. No, she's I- just. She's just. I don't know if I do. I need to go. She's just trying to protect herself. Wait, maybe she. Doesn't. Oh, I mean, hmm. I don't know how that works, Avery. I've never played a barbarian. Tell me if she can only rage in battle, then that's cool. Uh, I'm going to say rage is a part of battle. Okay, then she won't right now, then that's fine. When you rage, there's an energy that you need to output as much as you can take, if that makes sense, I'm going to say. Okay, then we'll rewind, and she just takes it and and just kind of starts breathing heavy, trying to repress the the pull. And he knocks an arrow and points it at you now. Is there a back door? Is there a back door? There's a back window. Okay, I've definitely heard all this commotion, so Certainly. like I'm, I'm, I, I like, I, uh, can I lift up the back window? Yeah, like, yeah, it, you can, uh, you can open it. It's unlatched. Wonderful. So I open up the window and I try to do like a dive roll in and like roll onto the floor. I'll have you roll acrobatics for me. Oh, uh, yes, my best one. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is a 17. 17. Okay, so you successfully climbed the side of the house, uh, doing a little tic-tac off a nearby boulder that's right next to the house, and then yeah. you dive through, roll gracefully, and come up to your feet. And you see that from the back of Malik, he's pointing an arrow at Lena, about to let it fly. I pull out my leer like one would a gun, and I go... Calm down now. <laughs> <laughs> I I also realize I haven't described my leer to you. It's oh, actually yeah, made. It. It's it's completely made of crystal, and each thread is a multicolor rainbow. So Ooh. it's like a bunch of wow. rainbows in the midst of this crystal leer. It is made of crystal. Yeah, I'm thinking that, that it's like some awesome. sort of like enchanted crystal that like you know it's not going to shatter, but like it's yeah something Holy like that. Shit. I want it to be see through basically. Wow. Wow. Let me write that down real quick. <laughs> Has Bree seen what's going on? I assume your character would look through the door, yes? To see yeah. this? Then, okay. Yes. I was going to say, Avery, if possible, um, once Malik, if his eyes move to Velvet at all, she wants to take that opportunity to try to knock him down and grapple him, if that's okay. Sure. So the moment he said, uh, Eric, what did your character say again? <laughs> oh, I just rolled in it and, <laughs> and, and, and I said, now everybody calm down. In that moment, Malik turns to you and immediately lets an arrow fly. Oh! So what's your AC? What? That is a great question. Uh, my, my, my AC is 12. Okay, oh. so he definitely hits you with that. Oh! 
Son of one... a bitch! What kind of fucked up morning is this? Just give me one moment to look at the. Oh, this is all before I've broken my fast. Oh. Okay, so you're gonna take five piercing damage from an arrow as it sinks right into your leg. Alita wants to try and grab or knock him over. Yeah. Uh, so roll the grapple. I'll have you roll athletics for me, and I'll have him roll the same. Oh, that's so good. Uh, twenty-five. Okay, you definitely beat him. So, is your goal your goal is to tackle him to the ground, like more? Yeah, so I to... want to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you definitely succeed. You rush up from behind him and just tackle him straight to the ground and bring him to the ground, and he lands right in front of you, Velvet, with Lena and on I say, top. Velvet, get. I need something to. We need to tie him up. We need to tie him down. Um, I don't know if this would work, but could I cast spiritual weapon and make it like a lasso or something that could, um, kind of like bind him? Hmm. Now you. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, a lasso is more of a tool than a weapon. Uh, I would say true. the closest thing would be a whip. Okay. But yeah. It, I'm gonna say your uh, your spiritual weapon can't be used um, to tie him up. Okay. Can um. Where is his his bow? Is he does he still have it? Yeah, he still has it. It's pinned under him right now, under Lena. Okay, can I use my, can I cast Mage Hand and grab the bow away from him? Yeah, for sure. Nice. Okay, so I'm gonna um, go reach out, grab it, and then and then pull it close to me. All right. So Sai, you run in, you cast Mage Hand, the hand flies under Malik, and he starts shaking and trying his hardest to get Lena off, but you keep him pinned down, and you just keep screaming, fuck you, fuck you, I'm gonna kill you, fuck you! And he's I, just- I checked and I do have some rope, so can I run in and start tying him up? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we have Lena on top of Malik. Sai just ran in and got the bow away from him with Mage Hand, and the Mage Hand is holding that in the air currently, or where do you want that yeah, to go? Yeah, just kind of next to me in the air. Okay. And then, uh, Bree, you run in with your hempen rope, and you begin tying him up. With the help of Lena, you successfully tie him up, and as you guys bring yourselves off of him he's stuck on the ground but he seems almost incoherent he's just still screaming at you guys and like screaming these terrible terrible curses and cusses at you and he he seems like he can't even hear he's just he's just in this weird state of rage Bree is going to uh go over to velvet and uh cast cure wounds on his leg (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna put her, her hands on his leg and heal the injury. Lena's gonna yell for Sai and say, Sai, I don't understand. There, something must have happened to him. Is there anything around the house that would suggest what happened? Actually, I was gonna do, uh, would that be Arcana check to see if like he's under any kind of spell that I would recognize? I'll save you the trouble of rolling Arcana and say okay. uh, you wouldn't find anything if you made that roll. Okay. Uh, you, okay. you don't think there's a spell involved. All right, so it doesn't seem like magical. Um, no. Okay, well, then the next thing I would do is I would look around to see if I could see the source, but am I allowed to do that? Because I already did, I would have... No, they're different. Uh, the Arcana check okay. is more focused on him, uh, but uh, right. I'll have you roll Perception to see if there's anything around the house. And Lena, you can roll it too. I assume Lena's you guys are keeping searching. a close eye on Malik, though. She isn't really leaving his, his side in case he does jump up or do anything crazy. Okay, then we'll leave it to Sai to sort of investigate. Okay, so that is a uh, 23. Oh, nice. I know. So what you do notice is that all of the house is clean and kept well. The only things that stand out in this clean space are his unmade bed, 
which he got up abruptly from. But as well, on the on um, a side table to his bed, there is a bottle of wine that is mm-hmm. on its side, and you see some is spilled onto the ground. Hmm. And the okay. wine bottle stands out to you as odd. Okay, um, I'm going to go over and check it out. going to take a look at the bottle, see what it says. So there's no label on this bottle of wine. Uh, it seems to be mm. labelless. There's no indication of where it could have come from. Mm. But if you want... Uh, Can I sniff it? <laughs> yeah, I'll have you roll... <laughs> take a sip. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Make an investigation roll for me. Okay. Uh, that is a 21. 21. Mm-hmm. There's something really odd about this wine. It smells like a wine... It's in a wine bottle, but the liquid itself, especially the one that's spilt out, is it seems to be especially sticky. And there are these, there's this fine substance in the wine that is kind of hard to see, but you can see there's something sort of in the wine that's like a powdery substance. Interesting. So it hasn't like hasn't dissolved. It's like still kind of what's the word? Like a precipitate or whatever it's called. (laughs) Your your guess is as good as mine. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, but I can see it basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um. Uh, is there any kind of like little container that I could take a little sample of? Yeah, uh, you you see in his sort of kitchen area, there's a small jar that you could use for that. Okay, so I'm gonna scoop it up and close it off. Sai, what did you find? There's this this strange bottle of uh, wine or, or or something over here, but it's uh, and he kind of lifts up the jar so she can see. Take a look. It's it's this sort of thick liquid in there. I'm not sure what it is. He was poisoned? He was... Can anyone help him? Uh, Bree telepathically asks, could I see it? And I bring it over to to Bree, and I'm assuming she's talking to me. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) So I bring it over to Bree, and I show show her. I want to see if there's anything I can identify about it by looking at it or... Could I open it and try to smell it a bit and see if there's anything that sticks out to me? Yeah, so as you, as you begin to sort of take a look at this wine and its attributes, I'll have you roll... I'm not sure exactly how to categorize this, so I'm going to have you just make an intelligence check for me. Okay. That's a 19. 19. So you think this this substance that's in the wine is definitely linked to what's happening to him uh since there's nothing magical about what is happening to him as well you think that he might be cursed Mm. i tell them that cursed sai turns to to malik and says who gave you the bottle of wine and he's still incoherent he's like writhing Mm. on the ground it's like there's this immovable force within him but okay. Nellie, from behind you guys, said, as you asked that out loud, she's standing in the doorway and she says, My daddy brought that yesterday. He told me before you guys arrived in the morning that there's this group of people traveling by and they had given him some, some free wine and he had, he had taken it in. He said they looked kind of funny. How, how did they look funny? They were all dressed the same way. Oh, how were they dressed? robes and she she uh, she nods her head yes were they all in black he said they were dark robes with hoods Mm. yes we know these people is he gonna be okay hey nelly he's 
We're gonna help your father. He's gonna Fuck be just- you! Fuck you! <laughs> she like she's trying to she like goes to like cover his mouth. <laughs> and he, he's trying to let uh, he's working against you, but you managed to. We're going to help him. Don't be scared. I need you to be brave right now. Can you be brave like you were yesterday? Yes. And you see she's tearing up, but she cool. she nods yes. Okay. C- come on, little one. Let- let's go outside. And so I take her outside so she doesn't have to hear her father. Okay. So uh, who's staying with Malik and who's taking it outside? Uh, Lena, because she's <laughs> she doesn't know anything about magic, so she's just going to do what she I'm going to stay with yeah, Malik and I'm, Lena also. I'm definitely going to stay as well. Cool. Yeah. Oh, um, Eric, I don't know if you heard. I healed you for 14 damage. Oh, great. Okay, well, I'm back to normal then. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Wow, you, you've had a really rough morning, wow. eh? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you very much, Bree. Oh. So Sai is actually just going to to um, have, have Nelly just sit outside for a bit. He's, he's going to join the party again. Okay, so you place her on uh, one of the logs outside near the fire, and she sits tight, and you join the party back in the house. Can I can I uh, do press to digitation to like create a little toy for her to play with? Sure. Okay. So I do that and I I create like a little um, uh, let's see what, what, what can I do like a little paddle and and ball so you know those things that like it's a t- the balls attached to the paddle and oh yeah kind of balance. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So he creates that for we, her. We killed all the goblins, right? She not, she's not going to get re-kidnapped leaving her oh around God, by no. herself. Oh, no. You, you, <laughs> you guys are certain that there there are no okay, goblins good. around anymore. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Just checking. Yeah, I figure she's probably in our, our camping site, so it's kind of... I don't know. We're camp, do we have, like, tents or something? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay, so I put her inside the tent and I let her... <laughs> okay, and then I go join the rest of them in the house. All Does right. anyone know how to break a curse? I feel like I should, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, do I know anything about that either? <laughs> One of the easiest ways, I assume none of you have this spell since it hasn't been brought up, is a remove yeah. curse spell. <laughs> yeah, roll that. That is that, a good yeah, point. That, that would, that would Let me check work, my barbarian spells. Nope. What do I have? <laughs> my barbarian spell. <laughs> yes. Let me check my spells, guys. Hold on. Oh. I mean, I think a barbarian has one way to put an end to it, but uh, it's not pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I no, mean, it's op- it's option Z. It's 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 option uh, Z. I mean, guys, I, it seems like our only option might be to take him to the nearest town. I I think you're right. Which won't be fun. I mean, I could knock him out. Uh, I, but maybe we shouldn't, you know, actually knock him out. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to. I'm just saying I will if I have to. What? about you velvet um do you have any kind of uh you you, you any kind of uh, soothing spell other than what you tried music could heal people from a curse the healing power of music okay next well okay <laughs> <laughs> well now let, let's let's not let's not be too hasty I, i'm well, sorry I'm... velvet why don't you try well why don't you try to heal him with the power of your music um, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, well, you said you could. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, I, I play. Uh, um, yeah, I have nothing. Uh, um, See, I, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't uh, wrong. Okay, well. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to try enthralling <laughs> performance. 
Oh, um, okay. So I'm going to try to have him be charmed by me. Uh, uh, is that going to be okay, Avery, or is that just a big fat no? You can certainly try. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, that I'm going to play him one of my classic hits, which is uh, The Queen is in My Bungalow. And that's, <laughs> that is one of my classic songs. Oh so God. I'm gonna I'm gonna play for him. The queen, she's in my bungalow. Oh, I have a queen. She's in my bungalow. And he's gonna kind of go and, and sing about the queen being in uh, the bungalow. Well, and I'm well. gonna roll. <laughs> so for your enthralling performance, is that something others have to roll against it, or or no? It just is at the end of the performance. Choose any number of humans within sixty feet who are watching. Listen. Um, a number equal to your, uh, sorry, who watch and listen up to all, up to the equal number of your charisma modifier, minimum of one. Okay. Each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against the spell DC or be charmed by you. Oh. How long does it last? Oh, one hour. Sorry. One hour. Got you. Okay. Yes. Mm. So I would like to, the queen is in my bungalow. I have a queen in my bungalow. And I'm just, and, and I'm doing like, you know, like, like the hula <laughs> hip movements too. So, um, so, yeah. um, sign si leans over to Bree and goes, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Bree just kind of looks at Sai, extremely confused. <laughs> now I have courtiers in my bungalow. It just keeps growing. Things just keep being in his and bungalow. You're be <laughs> That's the song. <laughs> your, your beautiful voice fills the house. Now, Malik rolled a nat 20 on his oh wisdom saving oh throw. Oh my god! Oh okay. So he manages to actually just stare at you with so much hatred that your last note of the song, your voice cracks. <laughs> Lena turns back to Sai again and says, next. <laughs> well, I wonder where how close the, the next town is. Maybe we need to... Maybe we need to take him in there and see if we can find some way of removing this curse. Uh, yes, I, agree. I agree. Clearly there's nothing here that can help. No. So you guys remember from Binky, the stable boy, that it would take uh, <laughs> about a day and a half to reach Plunberg, And you've already mm -hmm. traveled a full day. So it'll just be another uh, half a day or less to get there. All right. <laughs> okay. We should throw him in the cart. Yes. <laughs> and we should also take, take Nelly with us. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can't leave her alone. Our group uh, could use a soprano for when we start doing group numbers. <laughs> so that would be wonderful. <laughs> so uh, the nearest the, the nearest town was Plun, Plunberg, right? Yes. That, that uh, was it? We, I think we should be about a mm, half day's journey. That Great. That's good. Okay. And she kind of just picks up the, the ropes from Malik and starts to try to get him to stand up and says, okay, I guess uh, we're doing this. He's resisting. Can I knock him out now? Because <laughs> he's still like... <laughs> oh, yeah, we, trying to, like, we should you. probably do that. Yes. Uh, oh, go ahead. And, and Sai kind of turns his back and goes out to get Nelly. Doesn't want to see it. <laughs> Lena's like, okay, I'm going to try this. And she just whispers in his ear. She's like, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. I hope you don't remember this. And tries to smack him over the head with like the hilt of her one of her axes or hand axes. <laughs> I'll have you, <laughs> just for fun. And I kill him. I'll, I'll have no, you roll no. uh, medicine. Why not? To, oh, to see no. if you successfully gauge how oh, hard you no. need to hit him to knock him out. Oh my oh, God. No. <laughs> no. 
That's too Tip, funny. Not, ath- not athletics or... Um... Nope, this is uh, more of a medicinal <laughs> thing, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. That's a five. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, no. no. Oh, no. So you go to hit him with the hilt of your great axe, and you smack him real good, and you hear a crack from his skull. Like, oh, oh, no. And uh, he's knocked out. Mm. That serves you right, you dick. You ruined my song. Bree is going to go over to Malik and see if she can kind of assess if he's simply knocked out or if there's any other sort of damage that he's taken that should be taken care of before they leave. Uh, you take a look. Roll, roll perception for me. Okay. That's a 16. 16. He seems okay. There's a bit of blood coming from the spot where Ooh. Malik was hit, but that's it. Is he okay? I didn't kill him, did I? Bree telepathically says to Lena, it looks like he's okay. Oh, okay, good. Okay, and she's gonna she's gonna try to pick him up and uh, put him over her shoulder. <laughs> Carry him. <laughs> this yep. 20-year-old girl. No problem. So <laughs> you guys, you guys uh, exit the house finally, and, and Nellie ha- has exited the tent, and she's kind of just standing outside of the house waiting for you guys to come out with anticipation. Not to worry, Nelly. We've saved your father. <laughs> he <laughs> says as we load him out like a sack of potatoes. Is he dead? And she covers her mouth. No, 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 no little one. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. He's not He's moving. I, I smile at her with my bloody mouth when I say that. <laughs> she God. begins to cry. She oh, just God. falls now. No. Oh, my no, God. little one. Bree goes over to Nelly and... Just kind of pats her arm to comfort her and just says um, telepathically to Nelly, I, I checked on him and he seems okay. He's he's just sleeping for now. She calms down a little bit, but she's still sniffling. And she just says, okay. And then telepathically, uh, she says to Nelly, we're going to do everything we can to try to help him and make him better. So I says to Nelly, um, come on, little one. Why don't you sit up front in the cart with me? I'm going to drive. I've never been a, from, away from the house. Oh, well, it considered an adventure. Okay. Anything for my dad. There you go. And she kinda, he kind of <laughs> uh, ruffles her hair a bit. Lena mutters to Velvet as she's going up there, that poor girl's been through hell. <laughs> What a hell of a couple of <laughs> yeah. goblins. You know, Lena, I, I, I have to give you credit. Who knew that the cure for demonic possession was simply giving someone minor brain damage? She just, like, gives him a playful uh, punch in the shoulder and says, Good one. Good one, Velvet. <laughs> Velvet thinks as he rubs his arm, I think she's beginning to like me. And, like, a little Grinch smile comes on his face. Oh, no. <laughs> and he walks over to the cart, stringing, stringing. <laughs> I got brain damage in my bungalow. And he's just adding new choruses. The, the image Jeez. of the Grinch smile on Velvet killed me. <laughs> like, up to the ears, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, So you guys uh, walk back through the woods, uh, making your way back toward the main road. And it's not hard to see, but as you're approaching, you notice that there are a bunch of people surrounding the wagon that you hid. As you get closer, you notice that they've uncovered the wagon and are actually putting cargo into the wagon off of their own horses. (laughs) (laughs) 
Their horses appear to be all black, and they have these uh, large saddlebags on their sides for carrying supplies or cargo, and all of them are hooded in black robes. There are seven of them. Fuck. So are we just gonna kill them? Is that, is that is that what we do? I I'm still not kind of That's okay not. with this, but Breed telepathically <laughs> says to Velvet, "If they're the people who gave Malik the wine, they might have an antidote, or we just kill him. We don't want to kill them. Hmm. We need to get Nelly somewhere safe if we're gonna yes. do this again." Yeah, uh, yeah. Someone should stay with her and make sure she is safe. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm gonna cast uh, rope trick. What that does is it creates sort of an extra dimensional space in the air. I take my rope and I throw it up so that it's perpendicular to the ground, and it creates this little extra di- like a hiding space. And I tell Nelly to go climb up there and then um, pull up the rope so that she can hide up in the dim- extra-dimensional space. Huh. <laughs> oh, that's Whoa. cool. That's, wow. that's pretty nuts. <laughs> yes, I love the spell. I've been oh, waiting to use shit. it. <laughs> so she, you're telling this little girl that though, that she has to climb 60 feet <laughs> into the air? Uh, is it 60 feet? It says uh, 60 feet long. I believe you. Yes, okay. <laughs> um... You can do it, Nelly. <laughs> oh my god, this poor girl's gonna be scarred for life. Here, she she begins to climb, and oh wow, okay, okay. Uh, she, she she actually does with ease. Wow. Okay, wow. yes. Wow. You see her climb okay. and climb. She just reaches above the tree line and climbs into the extra dimensional space provided by the end of the rope, and uh, is sitting on the edge of it, looking down from the sky at you guys as she waves. And I, and, and I say. Pull up the rope and then watch oh. for us. When we come down, then drop the rope down, okay? She kind of gives a hand signal and begins pulling up the rope. Okay. Lena Lena tries to gently put down Malik behind like a bush somewhere near to them. <laughs> he flops and is un- still unconscious. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna hate me when he wakes up. Okay, let's get this over with. So for this guy's um the fur you can pull out the map called forest road encounter yeah so if you're okay. looking at that right now where you guys are at is to the tr- is uh to the right you'll see there's like some yellow flowery bushes you guys are to the right of that in the tree line and uh oh, okay the seven figures around the cart uh they're all just around the cart on the road okay we should probably cut off their escape if they try to run i can go invisible hmm hmm oh yeah right i know i know i learned it from some satyrs in their sex cult. It was wonderful. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's a story for another time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's okay. one option and you, Lena I, takes out a, a ribbon and starts tying back her long her long hair. Yes. I'm going to sneak around and I'm going to let you guys start the things you do and I'll just help. Hmm? <laughs> yeah? Sure. Okay. So, um Sai is going to uh, hide behind that rock that's by the tree, so that he can get a little bit, a little bit of protection. Sure. So you'll you'll be in half cover. What that means is you get a plus two bonus to your AC and dexterity okay. saving throws against attacks and effects that originate on the. Op- so you get a plus two bonus to your AC and dexterity saving throws, basically. All right. 
I'm going to go invisible and try to uh, get as close to, like, if I can, it does, uh, the road isn't muddy, muddy, is it, Avery? Like, is it like dry dirt? It's dry dirt. Those are just tracks of many travelers gone by. Sweet. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm going to go invisible and try to cross the road, like keeping like a healthy distance from them, but all the same. Cool. Are you going above or below? Uh, below. Below. Okay. So to do that, I'll have you roll stealth, but roll it with advantage because clearly you are invisible. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I give them a little wave goodbye. Goodbye. And I slowly disappear like the Cheshire cat. And roll for stealth. So advantage. Oh, that is a d 24. Nimble as a cat, you make your way to the other side of the road. You go around the black horses. So if you're looking at the map, there's the people around your wagon. And then the black horses are down from them. They're uh, down the direction you've gone. So you're making your okay. way around those horses as well. There's a few. Okay, cool. Um, do the horses, like, they're not on the horses right now, right? Like, the horses are just kind of left there? Correct. Oh, great. Okay. I'm going to position myself as close to the horses' butts as I can and wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the rest yeah. of you? Uh, how many are there again, Avery? Seven. Seven. And they're all Seven. around the, you said they were all around the cart. Yeah, they've just finished uncovering it, and they're starting to move some of their cargo from off the horses onto the wagon. They plan on, it appears they plan on taking it with them. Uh, Lena turns to Bree and says, you got anything you want to do before I go in there? Bree asks her, do you want me to try to distract them while you move in? I mean, sure, if you want to create a distraction in one direction, I can come in from the other and, and get this thing going. And Bree is going to, she's going to use magic missile and try to send these missiles off in uh, the opposite direction of where Lena will be going to try to distract them. So Lena, you plan on running in directly from the right head on to them and you want to send magic missiles to the opposite side of them? Yes, yeah, so they kind of look yes. the opposite way so they don't see me coming. Hopefully I can get in a good whack on on one person. Yeah, and yeah, so Bree's gonna, yeah, she's gonna send the magic missiles, and then she's going to get ready to um, Ooh, actually, she, out. she's also gonna, actually, you know what, instead of attacking, she's gonna try to sneak by, and uh, are some of them on their horses, or are they off? Are they all off their horses? They're all off. She's gonna try and, uh, when they do magic missiles, she's gonna try to get their horses to, to run. That's what, what exactly what I'm doing, Carla. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're doing? Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, Carla, <laughs> somebody's not paying attention. I'm placing myself behind nothing. the horses yeah. just to sniff yeah. their... <laughs> yeah, just, Fine. To, just, just to be there, just for the fucking view. <laughs> I was looking at myself. Okay, sorry. But yeah, I'll just... <laughs> I'll just go in and start things up. Yeah, I'm just going to come in from the one side and start, start attacking. Okay, so first... So this is going to count as a surprise round. First, I'll have Bree shoot off your magic missiles. Um, can you roll to attack? Like, where are you trying to aim them specifically? Just into the air? Are you trying to hit, fit, like, trees on the opposite side of them? What's your plan exactly? Yeah, I want them to try to hit uh, the tree that's to the left of the cart. Yeah, like the, the tree that's that's closest to the cart that's in the opposite direction of where Lena's coming from. Okay, so I'll have you roll to attack to make sure you hit your mark first. Right, okay. Okay, that is a 14. 14. So that's enough. You 
peek your head out from the tree line and you send how many? Just one? I can... You know what? I'm going to send two. Two. Two magic missiles whiz through the air. And pieces of tree and bark go flying as these magic missiles impact the trees behind them. Now, I'm going to roll, make some rolls for them to see if they'll turn toward the trees or if they'll turn toward the origin of the magic missile. So, sort of like a perception roll for them. That was terrible. That was <laughs> bad. Okay, so five of them turn toward the tree that you hit and uh, they're distracted that way. But two of them look in your direction, Lena, as you pop out of the tree and begin running toward them. She just smiles and she 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 rages and uh, takes out her great axe. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll allow you to make attacks on the ones that are turned around for the surprise round, but those other ones uh, they'll have noticed you and um, I'm gonna say they're gonna make a move on the surprise round as well, and then we'll just go into normal initiative. Cool. So Lena, you go first. Oh shit, that's only a twelve to hit. That'll hit. Oh, oh really? Yes. Nice. Uh, not great. Two, six, eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. So one of the cultists that was, hey, what the heck was that? All of a sudden, <laughs> gets a great axe to his back. <laughs> oh my god. And he collapses to the ground and just starts screaming. He lo- he looks like he's in terrible pain and like incredibly bloodied. Like he's on his last legs of life already. Oh, <laughs> damn. The, the two cultists that noticed you, Lena, um, I'm going to have them roll t- do you just make one attack on your on your round that's it yeah unfortunately okay for now one goes and misses you okay and the other one goes and misses you as well <laughs> so hey. you got that first attack in and uh i'll have everybody roll initiative for me um avery do you want me to even though i'm invisible do you plan on entering combat uh right now <laughs> no then like, i want to s- i want to get the horses out of there i don't know if you count that as combat you would roll initiative the second you would enter combat. Okay. So for cool. now, then, okay. Uh, no. Okay, great. I'm just curling up in an invisible ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding his breath. That'd be hilarious. Oh, 100%. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's everybody's initiative? 10 for Psy. Okay. 11 for Bree. Okay. 20. Holy shit, okay. And then oh. Velvet, you're not joining yet. No, I'm not even breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So as we enter combat, uh, first to go up is going to be Lena. So basically, all of them are now aware of where you guys are at. There's no surprise. But Lena, you're surrounded by six other cultists who are on their feet. What do you want to do? She just looks at all of them. She goes, eeny, meeny, miny. And then she picks the one that's like on her far left. Um, Oh my God, what are these rolls today? That's another 12. So hopefully that hits. Uh, 12. Yep, that'll hit that one. Uh, okay. Oh, so much better. Uh, 15, 17 damage. I got an 11. 17. Plus four plus range nice. damage. Yep. So you turn to the other guy and get an even better swing in and you end up sit- sinking your great axe halfway into this cultist's stomach and he falls to the ground and you pull it back up and he's just <laughs> immediately eliminated. Up next is four of the cultists. The four of the cultists here. So they immediately are all going to turn and uh, try to attack you. <laughs> oh no. Yay. So this is why we have a cleric. 21 will hit. Does 18 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, oh, 18 again. And then does 12 hit? Uh, no. No. OK. 
Okay. Just give me it halved if it's... Uh... Okay. Uh, so you're going to take eight slashing damage as uh, three three of them take their scimitars and uh, slice you from three separate directions. Oh, but you seem resilient against it. So two of the cultists, uh, you notice, Lena, now that you're closer, their robes are a little more decorated. They seem to have a bit more status amongst the group. One of them mm. uh, climbs onto the wagon so that he's also in half cover and ha- kind of hiding behind there. And uh, he's right. going to take his turn. Bree, are you hidden from where you're at necessarily, or are you kind of more in the open, would you say? Um, I shot the magic missile from the tree line. Okay. He, he's going to take a look around. And can you roll stealth for me? I just want to kind of make a contest to see if he notices where you are specifically. Sure. 19. Fuck. Okay. You are completely hidden. <laughs> <laughs> But then his eyes land on Sai as he's scouring, so he assumes it comes from there. He then is going to cast Inflict Wounds. So does... Can I cast Shield on myself? Is it a reaction? Yeah, it's a reaction. Then, uh, yeah, you'll be able to cast it if it hits. Okay. Which... Right, right, right. I assume an 18 hits, even with your plus two in half cover? Yes. Okay, so uh, tell me how Shield works again. Uh Okay, so shield is um, it's a reaction when you, okay when you when you're hit by an attack or or targeted by the magic missile spell, um, invisible barrier magical force appears and protects you until the start of the next turn. You have a plus five bonus to AC, including uh, against the triggering attack, and you take no damage. Oh yeah, I mean, no magic missile. So so when you cast when you cast uh, shield, then what's your AC total? Um, is that including the half cover bonus? Yep. Okay, so yeah, it would be 18. 18. And he rolled an 18 on his attack, so it's still going right. to hit because it matches your AC. So you're going to be taking oh. 14 um, <gasps> necrotic damage. Ooh, ouch. Then the other one with the more well decorated robes, he turns to you, Lena. Go, <laughs> go. Yep. He actually looks to the man in the cart, and he gonna, he's going to cast Shield of Faith on him, so he has a plus two bonus to his AC. And uh, that's his turn. Ugh. So next up after them, we have Bree. So the person in the robes who attacked Sai, I'm going to try to attack him with a firebolt. All right, so roll a ranged spell attack against him. Okay. 23. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> for <laughs> sure. So uh, you can go ahead and roll yeah. the damage on that. I got to use my nice. halfling luck on that one. <laughs> oh, nice. That's 10 damage. 10 damage. Nice. And then as a bonus action, I want to use healing word on Psy. Aw. Five. That's nine. Thanks, Bree. <laughs> All right. After Bree, we have Psy. And the, the one that was attacking me, where is he? Is he on the ground or is he in the cart? The one that attacked you is the one in the cart. Damn. I am going to... You know what? I'm going to attack him too. Because I don't like being hit. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> Join the club. Okay. So I'm, I'm attacking him with a firebolt as well. And that is... Oh, crit. <laughs> you crit him? I crit him. Nice. Okay, so you'll double so... your dice on that. Oh, double my dice. Nice. Okay, so that's a, was that, a d10 hit? Uh, d10 damage, right? So I do d- two d10? That's right. 
Yes. Oh. Oh, no, that's a seven. I thought it was a one. Um, <laughs> and that would be a... I, I'm using my, my rainbowy dice. It's hard to see. And that would be a... Okay, so 13 damage. 13. Nice. So he's looking bloody, guys. You send a ni- another firebolt uh, his way, and it smashes him right in the face. And you see that his eyebrows are on fire, and he's smacking his face trying to put those out. Serves you right. And then, <laughs> as it's about to come back to Lena's turn, suddenly... From another yeah. direction in the forest, an arrow flies. Yes. You hear it whizzing through the yeah. earth. <laughs> and with an aggressive, oh. assertive, the man in the cart, the cultist in the cart, as he's rubbing his face, stops for a moment. And he collapses over the side of the cart, and you see there's an arrow in his back. And running in from the opposite side of the woods, we have... Gearid. Now, Matt, would you like to introduce us to what we see and how you make a badass intro into it? <laughs> Yay! Yay! So, as you see walking in, you see a uh, dwarf hooded in with a tattered cloth and a um, whispering to a raven over his shoulder as the raven flies around um, the uh, battlefield, cawing at him. As he draws his bow, the dwarf, you notice, has some form of um, mark on his face as he readies to shoot another uh, arrow. All right. And so, uh, Matt, we're going to toss you in to the initiative before Lena there, uh, just to add you into the mix. So that was your intro. Now we're going to have you actually do your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, so I'm going to, as a quick action, cast Hunter's Mark on one of the fancy-robed cultists, if I can do that real quick. Yep, there's one of those left, and he's in front of the cart by all means. All right, so I'm going to shoot him now. So that's <laughs> does um, 27 hit? <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, how does 24 damage do? 24. So he takes another oh arrow to his shoulder, and it thunks again assertively. But he just looks in your direction, and he grits his teeth at you, and kind of releases a scream. As that really hurt, but he's still standing. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. So I'm going to say at this point now, uh, you run in. I'm going to say you're about, we're looking at the map here. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh, 15 feet away from the cart. And the cart is in the very center. Am I not mistaken? Yeah, it's that brown thing sort of covered with leaves and shit. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, see, um, I see it. All right. Yeah. Avery, when can I jump in? Uh, now, whenever you like. Okay, cool. So this, I'm, I'm, I'm still not going to fight. Um, there are, so is there a horse for every hit, uh, hooded figure? Almost. There's four horses. Does one look a little bit shorter than the other ones? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm going to go to the shortest one because I feel the most comfortable there. And I'm going to try to do a front flip invisible and land on the horse and be like, oh, you're mine now. And I'm going to like use to like ride it around the long way uh, and try to get the other horses to follow me. Okay. Roll um, acrobatics for me. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, that is a 15. 15. I'm going to say that's enough. You do a front flip and just have to push with your hands on the back of the saddle to scooch that last little bit just to make it. Now you, I need you to roll animal handling for me so that the horse doesn't freak the hell out. (laughs) Oh, that's not my strength. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God, an 18. (laughs) Yes. 
Okay, so the horse neighs and kind of uh, goes back on his Whoa. hind legs, but you manage to grab the the reins and pull it in and take control, and the horse is now under your control. Uh, my horsey friend, I'm whispering into its ear because I'm still invisible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, we are one. And I kind of like give it like, you know, like, you know, not a mean spank, but like a hiya, like like Zelda style. And, yeah. you know, want want to kind of loop down further on the path and then swing back up. Um, I want the other horses to figure that, you know, like horses are herd animals. So I kind of want them to, to run with me thinking that one, you know, pick something up because they can't see me. That's a tough one. I'm gonna... If not, I'll just ride it out. How would you go about trying to lure them? If you can think of a way to like bring them with you besides just the hope that they'll follow that one horse, then I'll work with um, them. I can think of a way. It would be technically a move, but I guess because I'm not fighting, I guess I, I was going to do... Um, I was gonna do minor illusion, and I was just gonna make the sound of like a lion, like a like a roar coming from behind them, just to spook them. That'll work. Cool. Okay. Then I'm gonna do that. Uh, they gotta do a wisdom saving throw. I figured because they're horses, that was probably a good call. Um, <laughs> oh wait, sorry, sorry. Intelligence, not not wisdom. Yeah, just for fun, let me look up what a horse's intelligence is. Uh, <laughs> it's less That's than a- it's less than four, which is all that matters. I was going to say, that's a question for the philosophers. <laughs> if it's less than four, then, like, do they, does it, does it mean they don't even have to make a, a roll yeah, because they're yeah. incapable? Correct. Yes! Okay. <laughs> so, like, it, like, you hear, like, the MGM, like, like lion roar behind them. The and um, instantly they all get scared and they start going the same direction as you. Yeah! And I'm just laughing. Uh, now, because I used a spell, um, I appear. As I'm running away, so oh. they see the horses <laughs> with this little <laughs> gnome just appear like a predator who gets, like, you know, vision uh, when he's done being invisible, just riding off with the horses. <laughs> One of the cultists, when the lion roar is heard, screams because he thought it was also real. I just made some quick roll. He's like, ah! And he, like, kind of goes to duck under the wagon. <laughs> um, but the other ones aren't phased. They continue fighting. So you're beginning cool. to make your way south along the road and about to turn around, which takes Correct. us now to Lena. Oh, do you want me to roll for fight, by the way? Because I'm fighting now? Yeah, because I figure I would... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back, so I might as well. Uh, 18. 18? Okay. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. All right, Lena. So right now yeah. you have one decorated cultist, we'll call them. You have, and then three other cultists, one of which just ducked under the wagon for cover. Uh, Lena's gonna try and finish off the first one she got. Uh, that was you said I. He wasn't dead, but I took a good. He has out. a really bad gash in his back. Yeah. Yeah, she just tilts her head, looks at him, kind of gives like a, oh, well, and then swings down her axe, oh, and God. she got a 21 to hit. Yep, that's that's no problem, because he's also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's 10 damage. Yeah, you don't have to roll the damage. I mean, he only had one oh, health perfect. point left, so. Well, there we go. One less. <laughs> Your axe barely sinks into him before, like, his body just collapses to the ground. It's like you could have poked him and he was down. <laughs> No, overkill, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he is down for the count. Anything else you want to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's still like, quite a few around me, right? Yeah, there's three left. Four left, sorry, actually. Yeah, I don't really have anything else I can do extra. So, yeah, she's just going to turn to the next one, ready to go. Okay. So, next up is Velvet. Okay. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm just doing this roll 
here real quick. Oh, baby! Okay, so I am currently riding. I've turned around my horse, and I'm uh, kind of trotting back towards uh, the wagon. Probably, like, m the most of the bottom, I guess, is probably how far I went. Okay. Um, I pull out my bag of furries, as I like to call them. Oh, yeah. I, yes. throw, I, I throw down a fluff <laughs> on the ground, and I already rolled. It is a giant boar. Oh, okay, cool. And I tell the boar to charge. <laughs> so, like, this boar is charging with, with me galloping behind it. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I love this. Go, my tusky friend. So the boar charges, and he charges right into the group of cultists. Can you make an attack roll just for the boar for me? Yeah, I, I'm currently looking at its stats right now. Cool. So um, what what do you want me to roll uh, roll for that? Does it have any attacks um, listed in its... Uh, oh, yeah. Ch oh, well, charge. Let's do charge. Okay. So it just says it, it must do a DC 13 strength saving throw. And uh, it's going to be close. Nope, he failed. Cool. So it's knocked prone. So this boar charges into the group and picks up one of the cultists <laughs> with its tusk and slams him into the ground. The boar continues charging and that cultist just does not move from the ground he got pounded into. <laughs> oh my God. I I'm gonna use my bonus action as I'm galloping. I make eye contact with the, the dwarf because I guess that's the closest thing. And I go, hey, new guy, really nice shot. I'm gonna use my bardic inspiration to give you a, 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 a six die. Uh, so that's four. <laughs> Just with, it's like snapping my fingers, giving him a wink, and being like, "Thanks, buddy." <laughs> and, and it's uh, it's a D6 at this level, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, so perfect. You got yeah, one so, D6 yeah. bardic inspiration die, Matt. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, yeah. To uh, hit, right? Obviously, you can use it for attack rolls, saving throws, or um, ability checks. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> There are two cultists left. Uh, I rolled their attacks already, and they both hit on Lena. Although they're very, they're very disarray. Like they're just discombobulated right now with everything that is going on. Um, so Lena, you take two damage, <laughs> slashing, and that's their turn. One of them begins to turn and just run away. So Lena, you're also going to get an attack of opportunity on one of them. Beauty. Uh, oh my god, again, that's a 12. Okay, yeah, that'll just catch him. So, yes. ooh, that's not great either. <laughs> that's only nine. That's enough. How do you want to end that guy? Yeah! I think yes. she's, uh, she, he's pretty close. She's just going to run up behind him. Uh, she's just going to start charging after him, tackle him to the ground, hold him down, and then get her get him with his great axe oh, oh jesus <laughs> so tackled right next to his companion that just got demolished <laughs> by a board it's like no no i don't want to die <laughs> <laughs> reggie is the last word you hear <laughs> she, she mutters she's like that's for malik <laughs> and then after that we have the robed cultist so he also, hmm, <laughs> this isn't going well for them. Uh, <laughs> what's, he think, what's he thinking of doing? Let me take a look here. Hmm. He turns to Lena. He turns to you since you're right in his face. And mm -hmm. he utters the command spell. And he looks to you and points at you. And you feel this energy as he just says, flee. And oh, I need no. you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. 
Carla, don't turn into a flea. <laughs> That's only four. <laughs> four, okay. So instantly, Lena, you hear yep. the word uttered flea, and with your your mind is screaming at your body to stop, but your body turns right around and begins running toward Bree, and you do not stop running. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's not until your next turn. Let's see. <laughs> oh my gosh. The target guys, must have fun. succeed on wisdom or follow the command on its next turn. Oh, okay. So on your turn, you begin to run. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so in that moment, he utters flee and you feel your body wanting to turn away and we'll leave it at that for now. Next up after that guy, we have Bree. Okay. So we have the one cultist left? There are two left. Two <laughs> one left. decorated guy who looks like shit, and then uh, another cultist who's untouched and very scared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. She's going to cast a guiding bolt. A second level guiding <laughs> bolt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> at, at the one who is untouched. <laughs> cool, sounds good. Roll to attack. <laughs> Cowering for his yeah. And she's the good character. <laughs> oh. That's a 12 to hit. The best part is this is the one that was crawling under the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh. So you see his ass as he's crawling under the wagon and you go to shoot it right into his ass. <laughs> okay. That's 15 damage. What was your attack roll? You need to roll to attack first. I rolled a 12. 12? Oh, okay, yeah, that'll hit no problem. And then 15 damage. So what would you like to happen to this man? <laughs> it's our lawful good character. Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so these emerald green bolts of light are just going to shoot right at him and hit him just as he is almost fully under the card. <laughs> I'm going to say that it smacks him in the ass and it explodes in this forceful energy. So, Girid, as you're running in from the other side, you see this small explosion of light from under the cart and a man, fa like, face to the ground, slide along the grass and just land five feet in front of you and his butt has, like, steam uh, <laughs> rising from it and he does not look like he's moving. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I just, um, I shake my head as I keep concentration. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Psy. Okay. I'm going to yell to everybody. We need, we, we're going to try to keep at least one of them. They may know how to get rid of the curse. I think there's only one left. <laughs> Is there only one left? Yeah, there is only one left at this point. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So you Makes uh, our you choice easy. Okay. Well, yeah. there we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but he's going to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp at the. Like, is it, he's the decorated one? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so he's going to um, cast the Earthen Grasp to restrain him. So, uh, that's just a, a, a medium sized hand comes out of the earth and grabs onto him. Um, I'm going to have him gra uh, have the hand grab onto his arm so he can't do. Uh, whatever dominant arm he seems to be using. Okay. I'll say he's right-handed. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so he reaches up for his right hand, and uh, what he has to do is he has to um, make a strength saving throw. Okay, and what does he have to pass? Oh, uh, 15. 
He failed. Yeah. Okay. And I just realized I might be killing him. <laughs> <laughs> yep, roll oh, that no. damage After for me, saying, Kim. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, no. Does anyone have Revivify? Yeah, right. Revivify, <sighs> Jesus. A level four party. Just, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I can... Does eight kill him? Eight? Yes. No, he has yes! one hit point left. Yes! <gasps> yes! <laughs> but he... Oh, man. That's actually what? insane. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, my Yeah, because uh, Matt did 24 damage, then you did eight, which takes us to 32, <laughs> yes. and he has 33. He's 33. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so he, he is now yes. restrained. And All what right. that means, uh, he can't move. Uh, every, yes. Yeah, he just can't move. He is on the verge of death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he is restrained on the ground. I assume nobody else is okay. going to make their attempts. No. No. Um, no. I I just tell my my boar to like get like real close, like like husks and breath, just like right up in his face. Yes. Pumba, <laughs> seize him. So do I still do I still need to run, Avery? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you do. I think because he's still alive. Beautiful. So. Immediately, the earth in hand, everybody starts walking in. And then, Lena, you try to walk in, but then immediately just run the opposite direction. And I'll say you, like, run 30 feet or whatever your movement is, and then you just stop. Oh, wait. Is command... Actually, is command a concentration? Let me look at that. Or if it's just... Mm. Nope, it's an action. So, <laughs> <laughs> so paint a picture. Everybody starts walking in, and then Lena is just like, "Oh shit!" and runs away. Where are you going, Lena? <laughs> and then I don't know. <laughs> and then after a moment, you walk back from the tree line. I guess. I feel like we just all like turned our heads and then like turned our heads back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Velvet looks at all of the the um, because like you know he he was pretty busy with the horses. He takes a look and sees like that one who just uh, Lena buried her uh, uh, her axe into his chest, and he just like off of his horse goes Bleh! and just pukes. All oh God! Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. It's just I'm not used to oh. people getting massacred on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh. Hey guys, what did I miss? <clears throat> I'm back. Oh. oh, clean that up, Velvet. Oh. Le- Lena ignores Velvet, walks past him, and and just extends a hand to uh, the, her new friend. Giriad looks at uh, your hand, shakes it briefly, and then calls for um, his Raven mimic back, as uh, the Raven comes back to his shoulder. It is good to meet you. Thanks for your help. Hail and well met, traveler. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm Lena. Oh, uh, uh, hello. I am Giriad, the outcast. Velvet smooth cords. He like tips his hat of, you know, gnome and bone. I'm sure you've heard. And this, and he taps his horse and goes, I'm going to name her Aria. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Bree kind of nods a greeting and then telepathically says to him, Hello, I'm Bree. Giriad kind of jumps for a second as he wasn't expecting someone to, like, speak into his head. But um, he <laughs> kind of looks at, like, he finds who Bree is and then just nods back and says, Hello. And he doesn't mean to be rude, but all of a sudden he just kind of goes into the cart for a second and just starts <laughs> to search the cart. 
Like for, almost uh, abruptly. For Gary's sake, can everybody describe what they look like so he knows what he's just, looking at? Yeah, I was just thinking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Velvet, let's start with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I am a uh, gnome, about average height and weight for a gnome. He's forty-five. Gnomes live to you know longer, so he he looks to be you know in in his mid thirties. He's got olive skin and dark uh, silvery eyes that you can tell were once brown, and uh, jet black hair with just a few streaks of white through it, wearing a silver and green doublet right now. Very dapper. Thank you. <laughs> and Lena. Uh, yeah, Lena is a young woman, mm-hmm. a human. Okay. She looks average build for the strength she has. It's it's kind of, uh, it doesn't seem to match uh, wielding <laughs> okay. her greatsword. Um, she has long, blonde, curly hair, which she ties back. And she's, she's pretty, but uh, yeah, that's about it. She's just got a traveling cloak on, worn clothes, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Very cool. And Brie? Uh, Brie is a halfling, and she's about 40 years old. Um, she has olive skin, uh, green eyes, and long, straight gray hair. And she's just wearing um, fairly worn traveling clothes, blouse and skirt, and a uh, cape. <laughs> Sounds cute. <laughs> <laughs> and Sai. And 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 Sai uh, emerges from behind his rock and walks up and, and he he says to uh, the, the new dwarf friend, "Hello, friend. Thank you for, so much for your help. My name is Sai Agatha, and he is a um, a sixty-two year old uh, male. Jesus. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> we're an old group, eh? Yeah, we're, 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 we're uh, speak for yourself." <laughs> And um, he's he's got uh, kind of like white hair, but you can you can tell it used to be kind of a reddish copper color because it's got a little bit of the color to it. And he's got kind of a, a ruddy complexion because he likes being outdoors and taking walks. And he's got kind of indigo colored robes with some um, gold embroidery on it. Wow. And he uh, carries a walking stick, which is his... Um, Your focus. My focus. There you go. Air King focus. Um and yeah, so that's what he looks like. Oh, very cool. Okay, okay. Now, I, I, I have a very good picture. You guys described them very well. Thank you for that. <laughs> so we'll start with Girid then. Uh, you go looking into the cart? I, I do. I just want to search uh, what, what is in the cart in the first place, because that is Girid's main concern right now. So you look into the cart, and oh. you see that there are bags, and inside the bags, there are mm-hmm. bottles of wine. Hmm. Oh. Okay, can I open one of the wines and make a nature check and smell? Yeah. Okay. What are you hoping to see? I'm hoping to find uh, some form of poison. Do I have... Oh, I have great nature, actually. Hold on. And I'm proficient. It's 22. 22. So you sense that there's something interesting in the bottle. It is hard to say, per se, if it's exactly a poison, but there's a substance in there that you know has the effect to alter people's mindsets. I just outwardly say to the group and look, look to everyone, there's an hallucinogenic or some form of agent inside this wine and he like just smashes it on the ground and then he uh, goes up to the uh he goes up to the uh, he just like like very calmly goes up to the this almost dying man this almost dying cultist <laughs> uh, oh, man where was your group traveling to i have a wife let me go where was your group traveling to <laughs> he spits on you i'm just gonna headbutt him 
<laughs> with the intention of intimidating him or knocking him out? Knocking him out. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> Do I hit him? I, I mean, I would. I guess he has the speed of yeah, zero. Yeah. No, he's restrained, and yeah, I'll say you. <laughs> I'll say you headbutt him, and let me just make a roll for this guy's like strength to keep away. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did the I did the most damage I could do to him with a headbutt, which is six. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. You you yeah, knock him straight unconscious. Okay. <laughs> Lena nods and just mutters to herself, "Nice." <laughs> Bree telepathically says to um. Gyriad. Sorry, how do you pronounce Gyriad? Gyriad, yes. Um, she telepathically says to him, "Someone that we know, this uh, man named Malik, drank one of the bottles of wine, hmm. and he's not doing too well right now." And uh, I'll just literally say out loud, even if the group is confused, bring me to him. Oh, she probably told you something, didn't and she? Bree, it happens all um, the time. Brings him over to where they stashed Malik <laughs> yeah. behind the. So, so Malik has where he dumped him. He has not moved. He's uh, <laughs> face down in the grass, and yeah, he just is tied up. There's a man tied up <laughs> that you've never okay. seen before, Giriad. And he's unco- and he's unconscious. Yeah, he's. Unconscious. Behold, we saved him. <laughs> says Velvet as he telepathically. Um, Bree says to Gary. He was trying to harm his daughter. Mm-hmm. We had to restrain him. Is he normally abusive? Oh, is she doing that thing where she's oh. talking to you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's, we're, ver- it's very disorienting. We're getting it? used to having conversations in weird segments. <laughs> it's kind of just the group thing, you know. But but no, he he, he isn't normally like this. He, he's yeah. quite, a, quite a decent chap. Mm. Verbally, Bree whispers, he seemed very normal and kind in caring to his daughter he, he nods to uh brie and understanding now a question for avery yep. how much do i understand this um this hallucinogenic or this poison like on, on a scale of like one to ten would you say it stands out to you as odd because it doesn't seem necessarily like a straight poison like it inflicts mm. okay. them with like uh bad health in a way it seems to be something more than that like something more along the lines of a curse Ooh, okay, so I can't remedy this right now. I'll just outwardly say to the group, like, um, there are no components out here in the wilderness that I can do to cure this man. The best we can do is either wait it out or find someone who can remove this curse. That's where we were headed. We were going to go, uh, go to the nearest town, to the Plumberg, to, to see if we could find somebody who could help us. Plumberg, perhaps we can. That is a rather populated town. You know the town. I... Uh, Avery, have I been there? I um, I think no. you mentioned that. Oh, I have not. That's one of the towns I haven't been to yet. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> it is it is fairly populated. What yes. is Bloomberg? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of flower. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's it's uh it's it's fairly populated, right, Avery? I'm not making that up. Yep, it's a well developed town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It can't be that developed. I've never toured there. Says Velvet, cleaning his nails. <laughs> I assume I haven't toured there. <laughs> you, no, you you haven't. You're right. Okay, yeah, cool. Okay, okay. Um, oh, we should tell the daughter to come down. She's still in another dimension, by the way. He tells yes, yes. I, I haven't forgotten about her. I, I, I would not forget about Nelly. Giriot, do you say that out loud, Velvet? Yeah, I do. Giriot goes, excuse me? Another dimension. She's safe. We save oh. both of them. And he points up and towards Malik's body as well. We're oh. savers. 
it's just a it's just a thing that I do. And and Sai goes over to where um where have we killed the cultist le- yet, by the way? No, uh, he's knocked out. He's not dead. He's unconscious. I'm, okay. I'm still deciding what to do with him. Okay. Ah, all right. Well, let me go get Nelly. And so he goes over to where, um, he, first he forgets. He's like, now where did I put her at? <laughs> as, as you're scanning the sky, all of you see a little pair of legs about 60 feet in the air, just kind of kicking around. <laughs> but that's it. There's no body attached to them. <laughs> and then I, and then, I, then I finally see, and I'm like, ah, oh, Nelly. And I, Nelly, Nelly. And she drops down the rope and comes down. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he takes the rope and he's, he's starting to kind of roll it back up. And he's like, did you have a good time up there? She just kind of holds her arm and uh, looks down at her dad and nods. Oh, <laughs> oh don't worry. We're, we're going uh, to head to that, that town to see if we can, we can help your dad. Okay. So we're going to take this Malik guy, right? Yes. All right. Oh, absolutely. So do I just throw him over my shoulder and call it a day? <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's it's fine. I got it. And the, the youngest one in the group just, like, takes Malik and throws it over her, her shoulder. Very good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So all of the other horses ran away from the lion roar. They just kept running. You have your boar with you, but you have a second horse, which is kind of cool. Aria, and, yes. Aria. Let me, let me write Aria. that down. <laughs> yes. Spelled like uh, spelled the... like an opera aria. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, what's your plan for the cultist leftover? Oh, um, I was gonna try to learn more information of him from the cult um, itself, but I'm gonna guess that he won't talk, and we just can't stick around here. So I'm gonna ask the group, "What do you wish of the fate of this cultist?" Bree is gonna telepathically say to him, "He he could be useful for information." Haven't we killed enough people today? You can never kill enough of these cultists. <laughs> he pukes. <laughs> Lena's like, see, this is a man after my own heart. I agree. <laughs> then Bree, Bree telepathically says to um, Garriad that um, they attacked the the king in the previous town we were in during the eclipse and stole this shard. Once again, he nods in understanding to Bree, and I see who the brains of the group is. He says uh, outward, outwardly out loud, he, and again, he doesn't mean to be rude. He just kind of so brash and honest. I go, I know, I know. Is it that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just added character, Velvet. Were, were yeah. you assuming that I was talking about you? Oh, totally. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I just laughs. <laughs> takes Nelly up to the front of the cart. It's not that even Garriott is angry. He just kind of stares. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think Velvet's gonna take the stare and just like quietly like turn Arya around and just walk away uh, to go set Pumbaa up on uh, to be the uh, the cart bearer. Mm. What about our other Pumbaa's horse? Pumbaa's gonna pull the cart. Yeah, where's Sven? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what happened yeah, to Sven? He's back at the house, I guess. Yeah. Well, oh, right. Oh. Yeah, because we were feeding him oh. carrots. Yeah, Sven um, was at the house. Yeah. Do you guys mention Sven out loud to me? Oh, we should get Sven. Um. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, and I, and I'll. Who is Sven? Our horse. The other horse. Hmm. 
Yes. Um, Avery, good, good horse. How far is Sven? Not too far into the woods. Okay, I'm going to send Mimic to go find uh, Sven for us, if you would, if you would wish. Unless you guys want to uh, go look for that uh, horse. I mean, if you can no. save us time, I mean, that's great. That, that sounds okay. great. wonderful. Okay, because I can. Uh, okay, um, I whisper to uh, my Raven Mimic, and I send Mimic into the forest, and he, and he flies right off to send the message to Sven. Cool. So Sven will find you guys on the road and uh, catch up. Okay, perfect. Lena, <laughs> Lena, as grace as gently as possible, but probably not very, uh, tries to pour Malik into the cart. <laughs> Make a dexterity check for me. Oh no! <laughs> Just for fun. Oh my god, these rolls today—that's that's, that's oh, a five. No. That's a five. So you go to drop oh, him. No. You'd go to gently place him into the cart, but then you misgauge the distance to the bottom of the cart you were trying oh. to place him on, and you just end up dropping him that extra foot. <laughs> oh. oh my god! So I make sure that Nelly doesn't see that. Uh, <laughs> Lena goes, "Ouch! Okay. My foot! I kicked my foot. It, that was my foot." <laughs> <laughs> All right, is there anything else people would like to say or do before you hit the road on the way to Plunberg? Yeah, so since we're waiting uh, for Sven and we're going to meet him, I guess I, I just grab the reins and I hook them up to Pumbaa's tusks. And I go, okay, Pumbaa, you're going to take the cart and you're going to go, okay? And I'm going to stay, I'm, I'm going to be here uh, petting your head the whole time. I'm going to ride next to him with Arya and just like pet, pet his head. <laughs> I am Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm going to ask Pumba if he's okay with this, so I'm going to cast uh speak with animal. <laughs> okay. So and, um, go ahead. so I just kinda of put my hand on Pumba's head and I just we just kinda of stare into each other's eyes as if we have a mutual understanding of what's going on. Is he okay? You get the feeling that Pumbaa's thankful to even be alive today, so he'll do anything. Okay. I um I take a what um the tiny bit of food that I um that I keep on the side for mimic and feed it for uh, Pumbaa. Oh, he's thankful, and he's a giant boar, but so it's like the tiny food, it's instantly consumed. Okay. You can tell with Pumbaa that there's a darkness in his eyes. He's like, no, I'm thankful for today. Like it's nothing but darkness. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Gary, by the way, I meant to ask, what's your singing range? Are we talking baritone, bass, alto? Hmm? Good talk. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that is that is my that is my response. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time you've stared at him really intensely and I think he's just like, well, okay. <laughs> Lena, Lena mutters to Garyad. Lena mutters to Garyad. She goes, uh, "He does that a lot. You get used to it." He is small and friendly. I think I like him. And then I get into and I get into the cart. <laughs> all right. So we're all on our way. Um. Wait. Do we have a cultist? Oh. <laughs> do we decide? Oh yeah. Right. He's on the side of the road. What would you like to do with him? He's just knocked out. <laughs> um. Um. No one has any votes. I mean, well, here, I have some rope if you want to tie him up. We can make him walk, a, walk behind. Well, no, he's asleep. He's, he's knocked out. <laughs> he can't exactly walk behind the cart. <laughs> I, um, I uh, tie him up with the rope and put him on the back of the cart. He'll come with us. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> it's like kind of the bumper. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> As you tie him up and put him on the back of the cart, Matt, um, you notice his sleeve gets pulled up, and on his arm, there's actually a tattoo. Mm. It's a tattoo okay. of an eyeball, and for the iris of the eyeball, it's actually a wound-up chain whip. Ooh. Okay, would I recognize Ooh. this? You haven't seen this yet, I don't think, no. Okay. I uh, I take note of that, and I actually just, I keep that for myself for now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For, just for now. Okay. Now, <laughs> are we uh, are we mm. on our way? <laughs> yeah, but I think finally. Are we waiting for Sven? Yeah, is Mimic come back with the horse? I would say at this point, uh, Sven wasn't too far away, and with all the conversation that occurred, Sven is with you guys now. Great. So, all right. Awesome. So, uh, Mimic comes back and lands on my shoulder, and um, I look at everyone. Are we ready? Pumba, follow in the rear. You are our backup. I can't do a that's pig noise. <laughs> I just. <laughs> How do you that's do it. that? That's it. Pumbaa. That's it, Pumba. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So with Pumba squealing with delight at a full day in the material plane, you hit the road once again <laughs> with your new dwarven companion. <laughs> Looking to immerse your players with some quality ambience? Then check out the YouTube channel Sword Coast Soundscapes, where they have over 100 different ambient soundscapes, some of which you can hear in this podcast. Or if you're looking for some music to set the tone of that fantasy capital, or raise the stakes of combat, consider supporting Will Savino's Patreon named Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new tracks for your tabletop games. Hey there, thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad, Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder 
as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.